This week on Erotic Awakening, a special announcement. <laughs> Don, no regular podcast today. Today, the purpose of this podcast is to talk about this special announcement. So as podcast listeners know, you and I, along with Barak and Sheba for the last five years or so, have been the directors of the Columbus space. Mm-hmm. But not too long ago, we closed the doors of the Columbus space for the last time ever. We did. Or did we? Today on the podcast, we have Sugar Cookie, Teddy, and Frank, and my understanding is that maybe the Columbus space isn't as closed as we thought it was. Guys, what is going on? Hi, thank you so much for having us on. Um, so, uh, I'm Frank, uh, and one of the things uh, that we wholeheartedly believe is we can uh, bring back this Space and bring it back for good. <laughs> Plain and simple, straight to the point. I love <laughs> uh, sugar cookie speaking here. Um, just to follow up with that, yeah, we uh, we as a group um, got together and you know we definitely fell in love with what the Columbus space had to offer the community. And um, when we heard that um, you know you guys as the directors were. Uh, planning on closing doors, we said, we can't let that happen. Um, let's see what we can do. Well, we couldn't be more happy with the idea that the Columbus space might continue in some fashion. Is the idea that you're going to open a similar building and have play parties and events at least somewhat similar to what the Columbus space was doing? That would be the general idea, yes. We are, I mean, as, as you're aware, uh, we've all been working together in um, in purchasing what is the Columbus space, the brand, the location, um, everything that comes with that. And in doing so, we would be hoping to run a lot of the same events um, through Adventures in Sexuality, Blue Cat Services, every, basically all of the organizations uh, that have been involved in the past and maybe even some new ones. Now, Don and I and Barak and Sheba got somewhat lucky in that we didn't have a lot of experience in running something like the space beforehand. What kind of experience do you guys have with with bringing with this kind of uh, a situation like this? Well, uh, this is Teddy speaking, but I did five years in the Marine Corps, and my background was logistics. I focused on a lot of the manpower aspects as far as training and event organization, except the major difference being is it was focused more so on keeping military modern trained and ready to deploy. So I feel that my skill set directly translates over, except now there is a much greater chance of, uh, bringing in some new people and allowing that skill set to sort of reach out more towards the general population when it comes to coordinating events and bring in time frames and everything else that can get, you know, us and a hundred of our closest kinky friends together for a good time. <laughs> nice. Um, for me personally, uh, I also have a military background and one where I worked with a lot of programs and ensuring that 
the shop and ensuring that ev- the everything gets done uh, by the end of the day. I'm the numbers and the coordination guy here for myself, Sugar, and Teddy. And so through that, uh, we can use this experience to really kind of carry forward um, uh, with a with a great uh, uh, springboard, you know, uh, and really dive into it uh, and really hit the ground running. And how about you, Sugar Cookie? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for, uh, for asking. My background <laughs> is in social services, and the two primary jobs that I've held are case manager and uh, direct services. So when I say direct services, um, I've worked in a number of facilities where I'm teaching, you know, independent living skills to, uh, you know, clients or residents, um, and a lot of that is generally usually mental health based. And so a lot of it is helping um, people to deal with all all the adversities that come along with having uh, mental health um, illnesses and, um, you know, just different ways that they can, um, that they can cope, that they can uh, express themselves, that they can find positive outlets um, for their, their interests and their hobbies. Um, And then again, as a case manager, uh, my job would be to, link people with uh, community resources that would, you know, directly help them with whatever it is that they're struggling with. Um, and then to follow through and making sure that those services were basically effective for them. The three of us have teamed up because we, we honestly believe that uh, the skill sets that each of us bring to the table um, will mean a lot and it'll, it, it, it'll really just, <laughs> it'll be the best really moving forward. Um, and we'll be able to just be on top of it really. And a lot of people don't realize there's not a lot of degrees or formal education you can get in how to run a dungeon, but having somebody <laughs> who's got a numbers background, a logistical background and a social background might be just that, that combination that you need that very much similar to what, the Barak Sheba Dan Dawn had when we came into the space. Right. We all had different skills that we, we brought into it and not much overlapped. And that meant all mm-hmm. the jobs got done. Exactly. So what would you, one of the reasons that the Columbus space previously closed was there was a pandemic going on. I don't know if you've noticed, but that pandemic <laughs> is still going on. Is this the right time to open, to reopen the Columbus space? Or are you thinking that this is something that's going to happen once COVID's not a thing anymore. Well, looking at the uh, climate moving forward for COVID, there's no doubt that it is forefront in our minds. And I personally have done a lot of research into what sort of steps are necessary to bring a safety factor, whether that be providing much more opportunities for sanitizer, hand washing, potential air filtration, uh, checks at the door. And you're right, it will be very difficult to try to bring back full events during this COVID. With that being said, though, it is not impossible and several dungeons have managed to successfully open. 
And I believe that since we are starting something new and with the environment being what it is, it would be fairly easy to maintain a very good quarantine environment moving forward until we can bring back full participation of all members and sort of until that time keeping limited events with half capacity and other measures in place that will allow the community to feel safe but also allow them to flourish and hopefully while bringing back the old community it will also be able to entice new members to come through the doors. Fantastic. So with that in mind, do you have a timeline before the timeline to open? Uh, yes, uh, we do. Uh, so the big thing to take care of first is, well, the numbers. And so transitioning uh, the ownership of the Columbus space and acquiring the facility uh, really is a big part of that. And with that, we're going to be starting with a crowdfunding campaign with the goal of acquiring a building and uh, getting it fully functional and prepared uh, for everything that opens. Now, for a specific timeline, we're looking for the next couple of months will be spent doing crowdfunding and uh, also we'll have the opportunity for direct investment um, over the third uh, and potentially fourth month. And the result of those, uh, it'll be a direct result of that fundraising and investing that will determine uh, whether or not we open uh, five months from now or six months from now. (laughs) Okay. Um, and that's very similar to the path that we took when we opened the space the first time. We went through a round of fundraising of um, via um, the Indiegogo, that kind of thing, to help get things moved along. Yeah. Correct. So uh, I will say that, and for people that are listening now, I might be pretending that this is the first I've heard of all this, <laughs> but the reality is that <laughs> the three of you and the four directors have sat down multiple times uh, including a vetting process that we, I don't know if you guys knew, but we did a vetting process on you. And to Ooh, make sure that we had... I appreciate it. This, this well, is news. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, to make sure that we had the the confidence and and actually we are very proud of what the four of us created with the Columbus space and wouldn't hand it, even the name off to somebody that we didn't believe that could pull this off. Exactly. So what you'll be hearing is that Barrick and Sheba and Dawn and Dan are 100% behind this and are going to do what they can to help make it happen without actually having to do any work because we did our <laughs> bit already. Um, let And we are more than happy to let somebody else drive for a while. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm truly looking forward to going to Kinky and Geeky and playing games instead right. of having to go work <laughs> the door or host or that kind of thing. Where can, mm-hmm. where can people f- find out more if they want to get involved? So right now we do have a Fat Life profile. Our handle is house underscore of underscore kink LLC. 
Um, also, we are going to be putting up that fundraising website that um, Frank was talking about here um, just as soon as we possibly can. Um, if you want to find it independently, it's gofundme.com slash revitalize dash the Columbus or sorry, dash the dash Columbus dash space. They make you put in the dashes after every word. Um, <laughs> that'll be on our FetLife profile as soon as we can. And um, also we'll be uh, accessing more of the social media here in just a little, little bit. I would say probably, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, um, you'll be able to find us on all of those other um, social media sites. Wonderful. Fantastic, guys. Looking forward to, to the next steps. Looking forward to seeing this happen. Uh, you're, you've got a fantastic community here in Columbus and Central Ohio. That's itching to have another space. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I hope that they show the, the confidence in you that they uh, gave us when we did this a few years ago. Thanks for talking Thank to us you. tonight, guys. Been a pleasure, and we look forward to seeing what happens next. Thank you. Thank again. you. Thank you very much.